You're listening to the 90-10 rule. 90% business. 10% music. Today on the 90-10 rule, we discuss Rick Ross cementing his place at the top of rap. A creative new song that pits wives and mistresses against each other on wax. And real R&B's resemergence on the underground scene. But first, this. Crystal Jordan. I'm here with Kevin Davis and of course Brian Jennings. And y'all, I was so excited to come in today because I've been listening to like Rick Ross all week. Okay. The new the new the new album. Okay. Right. And I have to tell you, I was not a Rick Ross fan up until two weeks ago. Oh. <laughs> right. Like I, I have to tell you about my history with Rick Ross. I was one of the journalists that interviewed him at his very first junk uh, press junket. Um, wow, this was like probably in 2000. I, I can't remember. When did Every Day I'm Hustling come out? Quite a minute ago. I know, but yeah. I, I can't remember what year. I don't know it was exactly. I obviously, <laughs> obviously quite a while ago. And I remember going to a press junket, meeting the very uh, jovial <laughs> Rick Ross. And he was really cool, but I wasn't really like, I just wasn't really buying it. You know what I mean? Like the... The look or the sound or what? I just like... He was tr- he was trying to be so hard, you right. know what I mean? Like after the Every Damn Hustlin's record came out, then it was the 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 big Meech. and I mean he just he was constantly trying to be tough, and then it came out that he was this, you know, a prison guard for one time, and I just you know he he had music that's sexy for ladies, but he's not right. sexy, and so I just I like the production, but I just never really was a fan. I never thought he was a true lyricist. I never really was a fan. Two thousand six. See, yeah. oh my God, how long have I been? Let me let me ask you a question. If okay. you closed your eyes and didn't see him. Would you think that the records were good records? I, yes, yes, yes. And the the records that came out after his single were very different than the single because the single when we first met it was Every Damn Hustling. You it did coincide with his look. Right. But then afterwards, with the we know when it, when he really started pushing Maybach music and the lifestyle, it was kind of like people called it like kind of like Biggie, but. I don't know. It just wasn't really like sex. It just he doesn't fit that type of player. Like lavish dude look, I, and I've seen him 
making changes over the years. He's right. not char- he's not charismatic as as Biggie was. He was not, right. That's what it is. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. But now, I've heard him doing some interviews recently, and I've seen some of the moves he's been making. Right. And I'm like. I'm really feeling Rick Ross. He's more confident now, definitely. I saw him yeah. do an Angie Martinez interview, and he was mm-hmm. like just joking her the first 15 minutes of the interview. Right. Like, he was confident enough to not, let's not talk about music. Right. We're going to talk about this book and why my name isn't on it or something like right. that. Right. And he wasn't, con- it was not at first. You're yeah. right. So he's, yeah. I've seen a lot of growth. He's also been making some real boss moves. And, I, and that's like almost weird for me to actually say. Boss. A rapper is making real boss moves. Like, yeah. really? For real, though? No, but I... But I what? You, you can't hate? Not even a little I'm bit? I'm not hating. Like, he really... He's... He, you know, it's it's one thing to, to shout that out in a record, which I think a lot of them do, but he actually... Is, is buying putting, back the hood. He's yeah. buying back the hood. He's right. actually, like, he just he just bought a beauty company, so he's doing right. beauty products. He's got the Bel Air. Like, he's, he's giving back to the community. It's like, this is a Rick... He's lost weight. Yeah. Like, this is... And he... And this is a dope album. Album. And, yeah. you know, I was listening to, I think it was The Breakfast Club when they first, you know, aired the single where he was talking about Baby and the way that he approached it. He's really being, he kind of took a risk and showed more of himself, put right. himself in a vulnerable place. And I think people yep. are really responding to it. Absolutely. I've, I've been liking it for a while, though. I thought I, I thought the Everyday, Everyday I'm Hustling was a good record. But I think somewhere along the line, I would say within the past five years, He's really been stepping up anyway, though. Maybe a little bit more than that, but um, I think his he, he's got the his ability. He's not the greatest lyricist, but he has the ability to kind of trick you with his flow. Well, you know what I I like. I haven't always been a huge Rick Ross fan, but my respect for him has grown more and more as the years go by. Like. For example, I remember when he had all that stuff going on between him and 50 Cent. Right. And yeah. 50 slaughtered him he tried right. to with jokes. Yeah, he tried to jaw rule Right. But Ross still made good music, and he right. survived that because he kept dropping dope records. He did. He did. He kept dropping dope records. 50 didn't do that. Yeah, I have to acknowledge that he did. He did. It was it, 50 made a lot of funny Funny, funny videos and and and, and things. And it was but, a lot. He had his baby mama yeah, posing with him, much, and you know all that extra much. stuff. But and he Ross was able to sustain. Music. Yeah, that's that's true. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. I got. I was really. I, I'm. I'm pleasantly surprised that I was really wrong about an artist. Very seldom do you see artists actually grow and do it in a way that takes their audience with them. You guys know I'm a, I'm a Jeezy fan, right? But that's something I think Jeezy has not been able to do. It's like. He can't get out of that box, right. you know what I mean? And and mm-hmm. I I think that you know he's had he's been around a little bit longer than Rick Ross, and it's like we haven't really seen another side to Jeezy besides right. the Snowman. It's like almost like he didn't grow up. He didn't. He got he froze. Some artists like that he got box. Froze. Some artists <laughs> like that box. Like there, they kind of stay in. Like there's there's a number of artists that do music for strictly for. Their that, career for career. That fan base. Right. And right. then there's other artists that do it because it's a form of expression and they right. really want to do this. And I thought that Ross was more on the side of this is just a business. Mm-hmm. I am presenting a character and this is the way that I'll be able to help sell my product. Right. 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 Whereas with this album, I feel like it was more of a, a, a personal um where he offered some personal insight as to how he feels and how he's kind of dealing with some of the stuff that he's, uh, or the people that he's around, like with Meek Mill and, and, and their beef. And now he told him not to trust Nikki, so right. on and so forth. Like, and, and of course it's discussed with, uh, with, with Birdman, right. which I, I'm surprised that he went that far to, to say what, what he said. Yeah, that's real. I think that's, a lot of it time. needed to be said, but I'm surprised that he was the one that stepped up and said it. Well, I don't know who else would have, you know. I yeah. and I, I didn't I didn't expect him to do it either, but I I really um you gotta respect it. It you feels self made though. His whole movement feels a little self made. It does. And that's why he has the ability to do that. So wh- can we make the Tupac comparisons yet? Or are people I don't know ready. I'm not that? ready to go mean, there. Two, Tupac I'm just comparison. not I, don't, I mean, you know, I'm not I'm why, not ready. Tupac back? But Tupac <laughs> no, talk about that no. record. I'm saying Tupac didn't exactly, have right? Tupac didn't have the don't greatest lyrics either. But to, uh, there was uh, something about his oh, Brian. Hold on, no, hold on. There, there was no, something I, don't do this. I know Tupac people I I'm a Tupac fan. However, okay. I think Tupac and his have, no, have, yeah. there are some similarities here. Mm-hmm. 
Tupac and him both didn't. Tupac's lyrics weren't the greatest in the world. It was something about his delivery, his energy, his vibe. His, Are you really his doing energy? This right now? And I think that okay for so Tupac wasn't exactly as thuggish as he said he was. He wasn't a CO, but he wasn't necessarily. This you know is, what I'm saying? It, uh, <laughs> yeah, but his mom was a Black Panther. You, yeah, I mean he was. I don't know nothing about Rick Ross. Intelligent. Mama. He was intelligent, and he was. Do you know that Rick Ross' mother wasn't a Black Panther? I don't you think know you what? know that. I'm not gonna do that. I, I, okay, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm just, I'm just joking about Tupac. Yeah, come but on now. Can we say top fifty though? I'm just joking about Tupac. Yeah, I was just, we can say I just top wanted to raise your hair. Because to me, the thing about it, when you talk about people like that, those are people that exceed the genre of music they're right. in. Because their personality, their charisma. Right. Tupac definitely not. Well, Tupac is a top five. Yeah, but he's also so much. He's relevant outside of music. I think Rick Ross is becoming that though. I, obviously, he and that's is, what but I was in a saying. very yeah. different way. I was joking, right. but I'm serious about that. There's an actual yeah. movement behind what Rick Ross is doing. No, there is. I don't I think it's it. grown as much as it's going to, but I think that it's, it's, it's budding. You know what I'm saying? There are seeds being planted. Yeah, I, I think that, I in, in fact, I'm looking I'm looking forward to seeing more of this movie that he did with Gucci Mane. It's Buy Back the Block. Right. The, vi- the record for Buy Back the Block is dope. That shit is bumping. It is, it the is. The video, the little, like, short film right. they did behind it was dope and creative and engaging and fun. Right. I love it. I can't wait to see more of it. So, okay, top 50. You agree with that, Kev? What? Top 50 all time. Rick Ross. Yeah, I'll give him top 50. Top, I mean, of course. I'll give him top 50. Top 25? I'm going to give him top 25, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to stay with 50 for now. <laughs> I, I, I need more time 25. to review. I would He's say been top consistent 25 since, too. since 2006. Yeah. Like that literally, I'm yeah. not going to lie because I wasn't a fan, but he's not went away since then. Right. He's been consistent. And it's been some that have come and gone or come and, and gone away for a while and came back. But Rick Ross has constantly been on the radio since that, Bro, since we that talking, single. Are we talking about top Twenty five lyricists or no, all top twenty five just all time period. Overall, artists overall rappers just overall overall rappers. Yeah, I need to further review that. I mean, this, <laughs> yeah, there's this this still this lady You're MCs. Trying to save a spot for Wale. No, because I put my top five wow, a female M- I put my top five female MCs on Facebook and people had a fit. <laughs> Why is that? People had a fit because I picked my top five ladies and that's the way I do it. Okay, so. This time around, being a little bit more, a uh, little bit more selective. selective yeah. Maybe I, may, maybe I will put that out on social media as well for our top fifty greatest MCs. Right. And see how people respond. We should and do. Kind of we deal should definitely that. do that. We definitely need to do that. We need to put it. We need to have people let people vote and then come out with an official list. I feel right. like you got an idea. To your eyebrow went up. I do. I think that would be really dope. I think that I think that we should definitely do that because. And I think we, we, you know, once we present what we came up with, we need to be able to explain the reason behind it. Because right. there's so many lists that are just, people just do all kinds of stuff. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? And so we, it needs to be one that we put out to the people. Right. And then we come up with a comprehensive list and we share why. Yeah. I like it. I'm I think, down. I think it's strong top we'll do it. Mm-hmm. Um, What else was I about to say? That, oh, what about, okay, so another artist that kind of, had a beef with 50 Cent as well. What about Game? Where you put him at? Is he in the top 50? Game is in my top 50. I like Game as an artist. I do. I do like Game as an artist. I feel I, like he I, does too much sometimes, he, but I like him well, as an but, artist. But you know what? This, is what? this is the crazy thing, and I'm probably coming from a publicist standpoint. He does a lot, but and it can be annoying, but you don't forget him. He has a personality. Yep. And, and yeah, there's yeah. some rap, like everyone, I don't know if you guys know, but my favorite rapper is Fabulous. And Fabulous has no. You don't even say his name right. I. Anyway, <laughs> Fabulous does not. He until Instagram, we didn't know who he was. Like he doesn't. But nobody you know, knows who Fab is besides his lyrics. His lyrics I are still, dope. He's, that's my. That's my problem with Fabulous. I like Fabulous. I don't nah, know trying. shit about him. That's the thing, and I think that's why he's not bigger than he is. Because lyrically, he can kill any of these. Isn't dudes. he dating Lil Mo? No, they they made good music together. Don't do ago, that. Man. Don't do that. You know? That's like Silk the Shocker and Maya. Oh wow! <laughs> no, but, uh, you went there. But before right. we get away from game, though, I think that there's what you said. There's something to that because yeah. I, he has the ability to play that tough role. Uh, first of all, he can rap his ass off to me. I he think can. he's no, top he twenty five too. Wow. I think he's Whoa. top twenty five too. But look though, he has the ability to rap. First oh. of all, so he puts out songs and he continuously gives you stuff. Even when Fifty was coming at him, he still put out stuff regardless. But he has the ability to kind of 
teeter-totter on that line of I'm a gang member, I'm in the hood, but hey, I love my children. I got a show about family. I'm all about supporting your family and your people. And there's something about him towing that line Mm -hmm. that people just relate to and and gravitate towards. I think he's he's funny. He has a sense of humor. He's also like a dude that females respect. We also think he's fine. That doesn't hurt. Yeah. I mean, he puts the work in there. But I mean, he he also, yeah, he's memorable. And that's, I think, the thing that's missing. Even Jeezy. Like, you don't know who Jeezy is outside of music. Right. You know what I mean? We don't see personality. Right. And I think that has to happen in order for there to be that level of, of, of you know, relevance. You have to know who that person is. Because as they move forward with their music, we need to, we, there should be a, a relationship developed to where you know who that person is. Yeah. The only reason I brought that up is because Ross is one of my favorite rappers right now. Right. And the game is also. I like their consistency. I think right. they, You know what I'm saying? They're not, they're not the best rappers. They, you know what I'm saying? They don't have the greatest lyrics, but I think just right. overall the vibe, the movement, I, I relate to both of them. I like both of those artists. That's why well, I you know what You know what would be interesting? And, and I, I got another, another point I want to ask you guys, taking it away from, because we're talking about hip-hop, but I want to ask about uh, artists outside of that. Does the same rules right. apply? But the funny thing is, like, with those... The the artists that are the best lyricists usually aren't the most aren't aren't don't have the biggest success. So if you're talking about Jadakiss or Fabulous Tyler or Quali, Tyler, yeah, then then that you don't get that that appeal that that commercial appeal that comes outside of that. So it's hard to, in my opinion, it's hard to call them the best at what they do because I think at this point rap entails all of that. Like right. you need to be able to be relevant across the board. You got to be able to make records that people are going to hear. You know what I mean? That's probably a whole bunch of dope records. I haven't really listened to the entire uh, new Locks album. Have you guys listened to that? See? I haven't. haven't honestly, honestly, and Kevin hasn't listened out, to it. I've oh, been, shit. No, I'm on title, and I, I've been listening to Ross and Drake this whole time. I've been listening to Ross a lot. I haven't listened to I've been flipping back and forth between, like, when I need some hard shit, I'm listening to Ross. When I need some lighter shit, I'm listening to Drake. I didn't have any tampons, so I couldn't listen to the Drake album all the way through. Uh, but a bump chain, Brian. Really? I just couldn't do it, man. But the only thing I, and I'm a Drake fan. I only think about this one. I, it sounds. It, it just all kind of runs together. Drake it's mush. Is it's like it's I'm like. I'm not saying it's mush. No, it's that food we just in Ethiopia. Oh my god! For three it, cents okay, a day, you not, can feed an entire village, and it'd be Drake in the pole. That's what, that's damn. What <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can feed 47 Africans with Drake. <laughs> that's a meme. For your ass right there. That is hilarious. I'm speechless. I don't know. <laughs> he just took like, it there, right? Right. Like, but you see it because you see it. I, I you mean, visualize. Nah, you saw, Drake is Drake is you, just smooth. You the, saw Drake's Manila ass in that bowl Drake is, feeding Africans. You know you saw Drake's that. album is ladies come in here, get comfortable. Would you like something to drink? Yeah, Are you, yeah. you need anything else? Yeah, Are you yeah. too cold no, to that's, the turn? That's Drake album. Right. Drake is Drake's album is the girl from Ipanema. <laughs> It's Moscato and Mimosas. It's 14 songs of the girl from Ipanema. Wow, not yeah. Moscato and Mimosas. It's the pink Moscato too. Like you can't even <laughs> you can't be more gay than pink Moscato. But you know, and that's what that's why this was actually a great time for Ross to come out it right behind. It out. Yes. <laughs> yes, because Ross has the most masculine voice in all of hip hop. Oh wow. Hmm. See, I like I nobody like else, not even game, Jeezy, like none of them. Jeezy makes me huh. I feel like nobody Jeezy's else a- has that bass. Like that though, that's a little scary. No, you need that man shit, man. Like God Jeezy damn it! Sounds like he's gonna take care of you and protect you. But let's not get away from your point though, because I see some parallels. I see some parallels that I want to bring up. But mm-hmm. oh, shit. can the best go. artist be the most lyrically non-commercially selling artist? That's a good point. Hip hop, well, hip hop itself is anti-establishment, anti-mainstream. So a lyrical artist is supposed to be anti. I feel like it's supposed to be anti. But if someone that is mainstream, Will Smith was mainstream, but Drake, he'll never be. He'll, Drake, he'll never Drake, be like the Drake number is, one artist in hip hop. Drake is dope lyrically and also appeals commercially. Mm-hmm. He he's he's captured both. <laughs> he has captured both. Mm-hmm. What are you saying? Mm-hmm. I don't think he gets respect on. I the think it's still side. a lot of hood that don't. Are respect you him. kidding? Yeah, I don't think he gets. They respect may not respect him, side. but they're sure playing him. 
Well, that's they don't have a choice in who gets played on the radio. They're playing them in their cars. They can turn. They no, can turn they're it not. Off. Yes, they are. I don't believe that that's Drake happening. Drake is playing in the hood. I guarantee. <laughs> I, da- I dare you for your girl. You play it for your girl. Nah, yeah, Drake is niggas- playing in the hood because the girl has the ox cord. Right. That's yeah. not true. Y'all are. Y'all are full of it right now. No, I'm, I'm dead serious. It. I was sitting in the car with my homeboy the other Y'all day. It was like, yo, let's right listen. Now. He said, yo, you heard that new Drake? I said, yeah, I got it right here. Let me. I put it on for him. We listened to a couple records, and then a slow song came on, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's only two dudes in the car. We can't listen to this. <laughs> That's so stupid. No, I'm dead serious. <laughs> Those are the rules. so dumb, yeah. y'all. Whatever. I, 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 had, I had to switch it to avoid a violation. First of all, Drake does not all does not have only slow songs. There's a lot of great records that he he's always put out records and dudes do listen to him. Y'all can find yeah, all Yeah, but two dudes want. two dudes can't listen to Passion Fruit it's and dudes Bond. rolling through the hood right now listening no. to I can't smoke a blunt to Passion Fruit. Not Passion Fruit, but another one, I promise. They're probably too high to change hey, the love. You can't no. smoke a blunt to fake love. Shoot. I bet you can. How many blunts you smoked to that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me ask. Okay, let me ask the question because I thought about I thought about a conversation I had with an artist, uh, R and B artist, one of my favorite artists, music, music soul child, right? Right. So music, we were doing an event with music, and he was asking about. Well, he was talking about this is when he went on his rant where he wanted to be a rapper. He wanted to put out different music, and he was not comfortable with the fact that his fan base wanted him to stay in that. Neo soul R&B lane Which I think he does better than it. most He was not only tired of doing it He was over it I said he does better than most better Don't than anybody. challenge Yeah he does He does He's dope Like, yeah. he, and, and he he was over it He literally was over it He was like I've been doing this Because that's what the fans want And I'm like But dude right. you are amazing You're the one Like You're, you are, you're the chosen one Right Yeah. But so, so Kind of like how when Tyrese did that rap album Exactly like Black Tie. <laughs> but Music Soul so, Child tried to rap too. He did. That's my point. Yeah. So there are certain artists that we want to stay in the box because I really want Music Soul Child to make another radio, uh, radio, or yeah. like uh, the first record that he had that he mm-hmm. that he they came out with. Yeah. yeah. You know. And my mind's gone half crazy. Yeah, all of that. Like, come that, on back with all of shit. it. That wasn't a Music Soul Soul Child. I know. <laughs> That ain't music so tired. <laughs> I don't sound like music so. We try to. It sounds. Veering from the we point. Knew what this it ain't was. no McDonald's. We knew. We knew, <laughs> <laughs> we knew what you meant, Kevin. But look though, the parallel though, I think that there's a problem in music period right now, right? So okay. you were saying that the uh, the technical artist, the lyricist, can't be the number one. I think it's the same problem we have with shows like ours. We want to be able to provide intelligent mm. conversation about business. However, that's not what gets clicks. That's not what gets those clicks, right? Right. So, so where do you line up then? How do you, do you become the Talib Kweli or do you do the Drake thing? Where do you want to be recognized? I think you have to be in the middle of it because it doesn't matter if you make Talib, if you make music and no one hears it. Like, I'm sure, I know the, the, the Jadakiss Locks album is dope. I know it is, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to hear it. Well, I know lyrically, I'm common sense. But so five mil and I ain't been rhyming like common sense. Exactly, exactly. Right. I mean, it doesn't make sense. And it, if if the if you make intelligent lyrical rap that stays to you and your three family members, right? It's not it's not effective. It's not impactful. So I think you have to find a mix of the two. And I think I think I mean, obviously, Jay Z is the ultimate at that. He manages to give people what they want, but still, but remain. Looked at as intelligent and you know and above you know, the above the fray. You know what's crazy too, because I think a lot of artists compromise. Like for example, I was listening to Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. Like he he just put out a, a single, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and it's dope, right? Yeah. I, I like it too. So I went back listening to some of the old shit. I pulled Section Eighty, right? Right. Yeah. He got a record on there. We was talking about you ain't got to get drunk to have fun. You ain't got to get drunk to have fun. Mm-hmm. Then he came out. With Dr. Dre, and what was the first record? Swimming pools. Yeah, but that pull was... Pull up, drank, pull up, drank. But that was irony. I don't think he... He wasn't saying, like... He was He was making a... It was, it was like a, a satire, it, even though it wasn't funny. Like, it, yeah. was, it was meant to be ironic. Poking I don't think... He, fun almost yeah. at that, that whole idea, I think. 
I think he's. I think I heard him say that though. Actually, I think he's smarter I, than. I think he he. I think he was trying to poke fun, but I don't think that was the message was that was hit, received. He didn't know it was going to hit like that. Probably. Well, I don't think that was the message that was received. Like oh, yeah, on, no on Section Eighty, it was clear right. that you don't have to get drunk to have fun. Right. With swimming pools, it was hey, this can still get me into the clubs where they sell alcohol. Right. I don't think, I, but I think you have to find a happy medium. I think that was it for him. Swimming yeah. pools was it for him. I think so. And I think that I think that once you catch people, you can take them with you, which is what, what Rick Ross has done. I, you know, back to the main point that we talked that we started at. But I'm just wondering if if there's some artists that we don't that we like what they do so much, we don't want them out of that out of that yes. that, that like you said, uh, music. Box. Perfect example. Yeah. Music, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I was thinking about you because I had my playlist and Brian McKnight came up. Boom. I don't want Brian McKnight to do anything else besides I don't want him he on the tempo. One time. Remember, no, you remember that time he tried to make that that song with the curse words in it or whatever? I don't remember that. You don't, you remember show you how your pussy works. Yeah, that's uh, it. Show you how your pussy works. Are y'all serious? Yeah. Yeah, and people didn't like it. The lady, the lady, the ladies were like, "No." I didn't even mean to respond that loudly. You didn't gasp. That's what most women say. They're like, "Uh, Brian, no, sing beautiful things." But he said it. He said it in that Brian McKnight voice, too. Almost like an angel, right? Are you trying to say, Kevin? (laughs) Similar to an angelic Uh, trumpet. No, that's not the angel. The trumpet from an angelic muse. Now you acknowledge that there's angelic trumpets only when Brian McKnight sings. (laughs) God doesn't exist unless Brian McKnight is singing. Wow. He's the light bringer. Oh, that's Satan. Wow. <laughs> right. Okay, another so- on to another song. No, I, no I one can get see my guys. face right now. <laughs> Kevin's eyebrows have become one. Unfurl your eyebrows, sir. I I can't. They, Do I, I need to put on some Brian Night? Bring this, bring got this a, light I, in this mouth. I got a face cramp. Nah, man. I'm I'm black, man. I got that face <laughs> where when you say some silly shit, my face reacts whether. I can have, have some of, in or not. Have some of this Drake porridge. Out <laughs> <laughs> of control. Yo. Okay, I want to get you guys' opinion on this. Now, right. I, I just did. I did an article for Rolling Out uh, on a new. Well, she's not a new artist. She's a Instagram chick slash artist. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, oh my no. god. Twenty seventeen. This is awful. Go ahead. I'm it, sorry. It is. It is. She's. She. Her name is Cash Doll. So look her up real quick. You guys at, at, at listening, please look her up. Cash Doll, you guys may know about her. So she got a record call for everybody, which I got to just say, number one, I love, when I heard the record, I, the first thing I said is I got, I got to do an article about this. We got to talk about it. It's dope. Cash Doll with a K. Cash Doll with a K. Cash Doll. She, she did. I try to spell it with a C. They wouldn't let me. Don't Google, do it. Google Don't. wouldn't let me. <laughs> so the record is, is for everybody. And it addresses the fact that, that there's records Oobies. actually, uh, <laughs> Kevin. Boy, yo, 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 I'm yo, looking yo. at her pictures. Um, you told me look her up. I said to look up the song. I'm seeing her upside down I, I, on, a, on a white hey, box. I'm seeing what she's selling. Yeah. Y'all look hey, at the record. The sound effects. Said, boy, yo, yo, boy, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> I'm seeing her. Okay. Are y'all gonna look at the record though? I'm Is seeing, that we gonna do that though? I mean, she's obviously trying to show off her vagina print. What? Vagina. <laughs> she's like, okay, set this up for me, Crystal. She's got a white cube in the middle of a room, and then she's got a rope. What's she doing? First, Crystal's so upset with us right now. No, I want I'm you to put, figure out what you. Where are you? Where are you? Where what's you, it? What's it called on Instagram when you put something the words underneath it? With, caption, caption that for me. She's pulling that rope on the box. Please click on for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think that scene is though, Crystal? For she's got everybody. A, she's got an ugly ass produced dog. Produced by Blazing Beats. Yes. I think we need to take a break. I want. I want y'all to listen to the record. Okay. All right, let's All take right, a break. Let's take a break. Y'all listen to the record, and we're going to come back and talk about it. All right. <laughs> hey, ladies, have you ever had to call one of these little hood rats? And is she trying to act like you don't know who the fuck your nigga is? <laughs> Man, these bitches done lost their mind. Don't do that. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know what time it is. 
Same cold in my dear. Talking that shit, but they must I remind you? I am that bitch, I will pull up and find you. Everything got my name on it. Ring finger got his ring on it. Don't nothing move till I sign shit. You might as well be my side bitch. You probably wanna be quiet, miss, cause I ain't never ever been tried, sis. That nigga don't even know you. No contact, no photos. Never seen him in the daylight. Do you know what the nigga really look like? I mean, oh, I wow. Thought you were winning till now. Sonny, you bitch, you my child. Nah, you, you live in all. You need to polish up, babe. Basic shit, I don't allow. And that nigga about to get his too Just as soon as I'm done with you Cause them other niggas might be for everybody But I'm who that motherfucker belong to So get it right, bitch I'm white, bitch And can't none of y'all hoes replace me You proud to be this nigga come rag Ho, you down bad and you crazy Gon' knuckle up cause I'll fight for mine Your pussy petty, you wasting time You seasonal, part-time Get fucked up fucking with mine, you little bitch Okay, Keisha Can I say that I've um, found my favorite new artist? <laughs> What? I, okay I just found my Don't favorite new that. artist. No, no I first think. First of all, why were you why were you moving like that the whole time? Okay, it was so much chocolate going on in the in the scene. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, just, it was moving, so I was moving to match it. I was like rhythm. It, he it, was doing the most along hey, with man. bopping the whole time. I don't even think you understood. You listened to the words because you were. I know. I listened to the words. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, so I'll be quiet for I'll be because y'all, you know, I'm messing it up. I'll be quiet. Go ahead. No, I want to know what you guys thought because I had a conversation with a bunch of females uh -huh. and they all loved the record. I did a piece about it, talking back yeah. and forth about the whole dilemma between side chick and the wife, mm -hmm. and the fact that you know it's cool to be a side chick now, right? 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 With love and hip hop and the basketball wise and all these shows that mm -hmm. reality shows that are out. It's cool for girls to be a side chick. Like they, they're right. they're proud of that. Um, and so there's actually like, you know, years ago it was like, okay, if you were a side chick, you didn't want anybody to know. Right. But this girl has actual real receipts on why her situation may be better. And then the wife has receipts too. So I just, I, I'm thinking, I wonder how do men see that? Do y'all see the, the dilemma? This is the new school, uh, as we lay, um, <laughs> this woman <is> to woman. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, this this was that. And I, I like the fact I, I like the the belly part of the video. I like that that concept mm -hmm. for the treatment. I think that was dope. Um and, and, and something that I, I hadn't seen where she tried to play, you know, both characters. Yeah, I thought it was creative. It's yeah. got over a million views on YouTube. Definitely creative. Like, you know, the fact that she went, it's it's almost like her against her. Right. And well it is her against her, it's not almost. And, Are women gonna buy this record? I think so. Or are they gonna, just going to talk about it? Maybe. I mean, it's a, it's worth the download. 
I thought the song was dope. I don't know what's wrong with y'all. I do too. No, I I think the song is dope. I think it's cool, but I don't see nobody just riding down the street bumping with that them. shit. Are you kidding me? You I know how many so. side chicks there are that are gonna bump that, and it's how many side chick anthem, and how many main chicks that are gonna bump it too? Like it really does show the best of both sides. I think that that was ingenious what she did. Now the rest of her stuff I've not heard, but that's dope. Oh, like, yeah, that I, can only dope. dope. I think it's a dope buzz record, and it starts that conversation, yeah. and it keeps her that's name a really going. Really dope buzz. All record. I can speak on, but is it's this not record. like a. They're not gonna be playing this in the club and shaking. Their I think ass they would. No, I think, I think they I can. Would. I think the reason why you do it is because uh, you shaking your ass to Jeezy. You're not shaking. your no, ass. No, no, I am too. That's, this is, do you see what she was saying? Yeah, this is a divisive record. This is perfect for the club because then you get the side chick in the club saying whatever, and you get the wife and the chick trying to shit on the side chick. Trust, trust. Me, if they play the wife part, they're gonna be trying to talk about the side chicks. Yeah, I promise. Yeah, that's a this is a perfect. Yeah, but it's gonna be too close to home. Then bitches gonna start fighting and nah, everybody nah, going nah, home. No, 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 no. It's nah. it that because every chick wants to think that they're the main chick. That's the thing. Yeah. Like everybody's gonna feel like everyone's gonna feel like they're on the side of the wife when really. The, the dude knows that that's not the case for most of the females. So I just thought it was creative as I hell. I didn't see any errors in the, in the execution. I thought the lyrics were good. I thought her delivery was good. She was mm-hmm. dope. The video was good. It was chocolate everywhere. Again. She with- wanted us to... Okay, see, here's, here's, my, here's my dilemma, right? Here's my dilemma. She wanted us to, to, to experience the chocolate. So am I, I was wrong? I forgot about the fact of you know what? Am I wrong to I, mention I, the chocolate? Was, her body cold. I, I was drooling a little bit. I, y'all were both drooling a oh. lot, but... I, we synced up rhythmically, like that's why I was bouncing. <laughs> Me and her synced, and when I I felt like she was rapping that for I forgot that she was in panties and bra for the, the whole. I was pretty much the whole. Brian hand was in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> we were in rhythm. Brian was rhythm <laughs> the whole time. It was a lot of chocolate going on. I was going like bopping the whole, and I was He's like, like "What is back? happening?" <laughs> so, am I wrong for noticing? Even though that's what the intent was, it was intentional. No, I don't think you're wrong for noticing, yeah. but I'm just wondering if you were able to to, oh, no. to really enjoy the song. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the no, song. Okay. I, no, okay. No, not just the chocolate, the okay. song part. Not really. <laughs> I thought it was a dope record. I think it's a great idea. I think it is a club record. Mm-hmm. I think it I gets think it, is too. it gets people talking. It's very divisive. Even guys want to be part of that conversation. Because right. guys got side chicks and wives, so they yeah, want to talk course. about this shit too. Yeah. Perfect record. I think it's a genius idea. Y'all thought that this, the wife... Lyric, the the wife uh, verse went harder though. Kevin did. What did yeah. you think? Yeah, I, I think the I think the yeah the wife's verse went harder. That was a. a she seemed like, to spit it with more passion for some reason. I think she's trying I to because like she it. wants to be a wife. But I thought both verses were equally I hard. Both verses were equally hard. In fact, yeah. she did. To me, she did a little bit more with the side chick just because I thought she had more time with it. Maybe not. But the, the beat was what was lacking, if anything. Yeah, yeah, because it just if it anything. didn't really draw me. Yeah, it in. just it just rolled, and that's cool because she rolled the beat. I still don't. Uh, y'all saying that? I, I still don't see. I don't see DJs playing that record. Shit, I do. I, I, do I see a DJ playing that record knows that the floor is about to get cleared. No, it's not because what's no, gonna happen is. Are you it's kidding gonna, it's me? The come, stuff that she's yeah. saying is so dope. Yeah, she's saying. Chicks but are gonna you be can't out play there. The whole pure, record. That's yeah, not. You don't have to play the whole record. You don't have to play the whole record. You you run one of them lines back and and rewind it back and whatever the hard. This line oh is God. about being a wife. Yeah, all those wife trying to be wife in the club. Yeah, right, they right, coming well, out. So we going, we going to the club. We going to the club this weekend. You know, better. We, be be, we can do that, but all better, right. better than that. I'm doing an event with her. In fact, we can do some 9010 stuff out there. I'm gonna do an event with her, rolling out in a couple of weeks, and we're gonna have some women come out. I'm gonna prove to y'all that record is gonna work. I do want to hear other records because I think she has potential to be pretty good. But, you know, based off of what I heard, the way her delivery was... I Are think you basing had... it on the way she looks, bro? No, no, no. Okay. okay, we're past the chocolate. Okay. I mean, you can never be past chocolate because chocolate is delicious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you can never be completely past chocolate. Right. But lyric... <laughs> lyrically, though, I think she was decent. No, I think she's was... dope. Yeah, I think, I think she's it dope. was actually... I'm... The name sucks. Cash Doll? That sucks, too. The name sucks and that beat was maybe. Right. But the... Maybe not. And no disrespect. I love the black, the women, the girl power, getting the female, the blazing beats to do your beats. But, like, I think that record could have been a little bit doper with a different I beat. I think it probably started off, yeah. it started off one way and that's why that beat was used. And right. it turned into something a lot bigger. She went in. She yeah, went it turned in. off, a, it turned up to be something much bigger. And I'm yeah. sure that if he had the opportunity to reproduce that, right. he would do a different yeah. A different take on it Right I And agree. you know what With the Because as soon as it came on That piano started hitting And it, it instantly piano. Well it made me think of uh, Three, Three Six, Six Mafia. Mafia Tear the club up Yeah okay. And I was and like It's not 
that was a club record. Right. This. Mm, we gonna, we gonna, this Kevin, is, I promise you, we're going to yeah. get DJ in there to turn you, that. You, you, you run that but run look, that. though, there, there's symbolism there. Tear the club up. She's tearing up her family. So I think there was symbol. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's actual symbolism there. Side chicks and wifeys are going to be fighting That's in the, the club. That's the big thing. Do y'all understand that Club Jocelyn, owners don't want side chicks and wifeys fighting in the club. Everybody likes a you girl. They want like girls on the, on the dance floor dancing, putting their hands up, putting their butts out, thinking that they the one that, that, that Everybody the likes about. a girl fight. That's what, well. Now, I will say, I look, will look say. Up, look up girlfight.tumblr.com. I guarantee that's a site. You know what? You're, you're probably, you're probably <laughs> right. But I will say, and matter of fact, this might even be a jewel. But when, and when Rihanna, if Rihanna or another female artist comes out with a record talking about how niggas ain't shit, Rap, done, done. Mm, ain't nobody, ain't that. nobody getting no pussy for six months. Swear to God. Oh shit, know. that actually is a website, girl fight. But it's not, it's not anything with girls fighting. Um, Damn it. Okay. Well, you wanted this shit to be like uh, glorious ladies of wrestling or something? <laughs> no. Is that what you were hoping to see? <laughs> I don't know. This is girl fight club. Know. I'm addicted to chocolate. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we went totally off on a tangent, but we got a we got an interview coming up, right? Yeah. Right. Who's this? Tell us about this guy. Yo. Okay. So Drew Sanders is the guy for R and B uh, platforms in Atlanta right now. He's had some of everybody on his stage uh, singing their songs, and yeah, if you're an R and B artist trying to come up and and do your thing in Atlanta, or you're established and and wanna. Stay in touch with your fans. You got to hit on Drew's stage. So, yeah, I guess let's uh, let's go ahead and, and uh, check the interview. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Drew Sanders to the show. Drew, what up, man? What's going on? What's going on? Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. So, uh, here on the 9010 Rule, I mean, this show is... And I don't know if you, you listen or you checked in, but it's all about helping... Uh, artists find themselves in the business and how not to get lost and protect their earnings, so on and so forth. Uh, and I know you've been around the the industry for quite a, a while now. I mean, you've had a number of people come through your platform. Can we talk a little bit about, uh, I, I guess, you know, who you are, how you got here, Drew? All right. Um, well, uh, to the world out there, I'm Drew. <laughs> no, I'm playing, but no. Um, I, um, I've been doing R&B Untapped. Most people know me now from doing R&B Untapped. Um, it's basically a play platform for emerging R&B acts from, for, from all over the country. Um, we've been doing this since March of uh, 2015. So we're actually coming up on our two-year anniversary next week. Um, but I've been dealing with music for a while now. I grew up as an industry kid. My, my mom was in the music industry. She still is. Um, I got family members in the music industry. Uh, so I've just been around it my whole life, and it's became like kind of second nature for me to just just get involved with it after I graduated from Tuskegee University. Um, and you know, when I was in Tuskegee, I started my own management company. I was managing producers and and artists, but they were all like unsuccessful. <laughs> and uh, for y'all listeners, you know how hard it is to manage artists and um, and then really have the same vision. So I'm um, from from but from there, you know, I decided to. Started doing something for the R&B culture here in Atlanta, being that the city is, uh, you know, hip hop and trap driven. I just wanted to do something different and bring a different experience for the people of Atlanta. Well, I think that's dope, uh, Drew, because not only is Atlanta um, hip hop and trap driven, but it seems like that's what that's where music the is. World, so yeah. it's just cool to see, um, you know, because you go to an event. You know, and I've been doing this for a long time. You go to events, and it's just all it's hip hop artists after hip hop artists, and you don't get a chance to really hear great vocals and, you know, really great melodies and things like that. So, number one, shout out to you for, for doing that. But but can you talk a little bit about how you guys screen the artists and how that works? Um, that's, a, that's a good question, uh, and I appreciate that, too. Um, but for us, screening, it's, it's more like we just look, listen for a, a, a good, good, good and original music. Um, I mean, we first started off uh, just seeking out the artists, but now we just get, our email is just slammed with a lot of submissions. Um, but we're really looking for an artist who uh, just have a, a sound that really most people are not getting these days and um, uh, a little following. Um, and But really, just it's really about the music and the voice and the, and, and the stage presence that, that we're looking for. Um, and, I mean, we're taking submissions every day um, right now, but... 
but it's it's kind of hard because it's a lot of good talent out there, but we're only selecting three a month. Um, so <laughs> it's kind of hard to, to 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 select. But we know our team; we really do well with just sitting down and just go over, going over you know these artists and just checking them out and really try to put the best build together every month. You you kind of alluded to it earlier, um, but it seems as though R and B kind of the lines have been blurred a little bit. So where now you know it's just urban music and R and B sounds a lot like hip hop and hip hop sounds yep. a lot like R and B. So based on the guidelines and the rules that you have set up for what R and B Untapped is, does it allow for the artists that are kind of doing that merge, or, or they, do they need not apply? You know that's you, you know what because uh, it's funny I had a couple artists I got the South by Southwest stage coming up and um, somebody hit me up about an artist um, that used to rap and I know them as a rapper but now that you know that trendy sound that trap soul that you know it's trendy now he's like they're saying he's a singer now I'm like nah he's a rapper like he got bars like I'm gonna listen to him <laughs> rap you know like um, but uh, but I mean we have featured those type of artists and. I try to, you know, balance that in because, you know, at the same time, we 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 have a service, right? And we're providing a service for our audience and they want to hear and see a certain sound or an artist. So we try to sprinkle that in a little bit, but we really try to go for the true vocalist and true R&B sound for the show. You know what? I got to ask your opinion. Have you heard? I, I went to, um, to, list, to Trey Song's listings party a couple of weeks ago. And I actually was pleasantly surprised because, I like, to me, artists like Trey that really focus on R&B, like, I think Usher and Chris Brown and a few other people that are kind of in that same category, they can do other things. I think Chris can pretty much do anything. Usher mm-hmm. can play around, but but Trey is like that diehard R&B. And I heard some of, you know, his new project, and I, I, I you know, it... it it felt it felt good, and I was like, you know, okay, he's he's because it it seems like with the new sound, I don't know if it's trap and beer or what. It, it we don't, you know, we really aren't going to get those good love songs like we've been talking mm. about on the show that there really aren't love songs anymore. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. have you heard Trey's project, and you have any opinion on that? Um, I haven't heard it yet, and um, but I heard a couple records from there, and it's funny. I was re- was reading somebody's comment today. They actually posted on Facebook that they're happy that Trey stuck to the basics. And um, I, I'm a big Trey Songz fan. I, I mean, Just Gotta Make It is one of my favorite albums, you know, R&B albums. And I mean, from top to bottom, I mean, from the first song to the end, I was like, I remember playing that my whole freshman year of college, um, just back to back. So I'm happy that he stuck into that lane and stayed in that lane um, because we need that. And like you said, uh, love is really missing. And, and that was part of the reason why we did this platform, because we wanted to put those stories out there, those love stories. And, and R&B is colorful. You know, you're going to have, you know, some emotions like high, good emotions about love. And then you might hear some stories about heartbreak, but we need to hear those stories. We need to hear Trey Song singing on his record and saying that he would want his, his girl back, you know, crying on the record. We don't hear that anymore. So it's just good to, you know, get that. I like that. Drew. Trey, I like Trey, that, Drew. Mm, Trey is a tricky <laughs> one though. I think he's kind of, he's blurring those lines too. Some of his pop collars and, and I mean, pop champagne yeah, yeah. songs. We were losing that a little bit. We but that's what I'm saying. This new somewhere. album is more. It, it, now there, there's a little bit of that. I think just because that's what music desi- demands. But right. there is some real ballads. Like Trey has some. Don't you do that now? Trey okay. has some good ballads now. <laughs> he has some good music. <laughs> no, I really, I really like the second album. Not that just got to make it. Whatever the next that's one was. Have, yeah. That but was. You, you know what? I, I think that. Like R&B, well, I feel like you have to, you almost have to do those kind of bottle-popping records just yeah. to get over the hump because it's I a young agree. audience. And when you're going to party, you cannot, par- you can't go to the club with with uh, smartphones, dumb shit. Like, <laughs> it's a great record, but you can't do that in the club. They got to have something for the younger generation. So he's not ostracized from that. You right. know what I mean? Brian is just on some... He, we listened to Brian McKnight earlier in the studio, and he's just on the Brian McKnight kick right now. Yeah, he loves Brian McKnight, actually. This is it's kind of pathetic. It's not pathetic well, at all. It's not pathetic. It's, it's good love sad. music, but... but. Yeah. I'm not talking about Brian McKnight. I'm talking about Brian. No, I, can, I can appreciate a man that enjoys real uh, love songs. There you go. But I think that, you know, with a, a guy like Trey, he gotta be, he has to be able to give you a little something to party with. And then, yeah, then also something to talk about love. So, Drew, with that right. being said, what what do you guys really like? If you could have the the ideal artist, what are y'all looking for exactly? What is what is the what is the ideal artist sound like? That's a great question. I really can't even. I can't give you one thing. I'm all about authenticity. 
you know, I want to be blown away um, every time, every every show um, from a different artist. Like this past show, um, this young lady, uh, well, she's part of a group called Vintage Nation. Um, and they killed it. I mean, they've done something that I've never seen before at R&B and Tap. Like she actually got in the crowd and had the whole spot doing the electric right. slide in the middle of her wow. performance. You know, so I look for things like that. So I really, and it, I, because... I mean, everybody's in their own individual. They bring something different to the table. So I just look for originality. You know, I, mean, I can't really just say this is what we're looking for, X, Y, and Z. No, I just like to just get something I've never seen before. Yeah. You know? And you know what? A lot of the, because I was at that show and some of the footage from that Vintage Nation uh, performance is on our Facebook and Instagram because that, okay. that was dope. That was dope. She really Appreciate that. It. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah man. That was, that was huge. And matter of fact, Drew, like, because, I mean, I've, I've been to a few of those shows and you've had it at different venues, but the crowd response has always been amazing. What type of, I guess, advice would you give to an artist who is going to be hitting your stage and wants to make sure they do a good job with the crowd? Owning it. <laughs> you know, when you, when you go up there, just own it. Uh, I, I've, I've seen a couple of artists that go up there and, and they're just so nervous. And I'm like, this is what you want to do. So, and you got to just... Walk and talk it, you know, like just, just on the stage and just and I mean, because it's a performance at the end of the day, you're performing. So you just got to entertain um, and a lot of artists and a lot. And that's and that's something that we lack in across the board in the, in the music industry, period. Like artists don't take the time to really have that showmanship. Um, so really just practice that showmanship. That's what I would suggest and put out there. Now, I love that. I think that R&B wants, you know, you, that's another thing, especially, you know, you want to, you do want to connect with the audience. You got to kind of get into that zone, I guess, because it's not like rap, not, not like rap. Like you want, you want to feel like um, Vito or whoever's up there singing to you. You know what I mean? So right. hopefully, <laughs> hopefully I saw that he was one of the artists that, um, that performed there. You, I mean, you have a lot of dope talent, um, but do you see that? that people are able to actually, people actually give a chance. Because, you know, a lot of times with hip-hop, people respond to a beat. But with R&B, it may be a little bit harder to get the audience with you. What is some of the reaction that you see from the crowd when they're, are they, are they hard on artists? Do they, do they immediately connect? Or how does that go? Our audience is pretty funny. Uh, they're, they're, they're hot and cold sometimes. But for the most part, they're, they're really engaged. Um, I try to get them warmed up. I, I mean, before the artists even hit the stage, I tell them, like, look, you know, the energy I give these audience, these artists, that's what the energy they're going to give y'all. So, like, you know, you get what you, um, you, you get back what you put out. So, um, but for the most part, uh, they, they, the audience really, they really, I mean, every time at the end of the show, the artists really say they enjoyed the, the performances. And uh, I, I mean, I, I hope I'm answering the question for you. But yeah, I mean, they, I mean, the art audience is pretty good, but. It's tough sometimes. It's, I mean, I think R and B, like you said, when you, when you hear the, when you go to a rap show, they're really, you know, they, it is the beat that catches them. But you know, the vote for a vocalist, it's it's kind of it's. Kinda, I mean, that's why we really are curating the stage to to the T. Like you know, we really want to make sure we put the, the best artists on there because we don't want to have those dead moments. So. And you know what? Speaking of which, because like that, oh, oh my God, yo, like there are some bad ass women in your audience <laughs> at your shows, bro. For real, for real. Yo, so like if, yeah. And, and matter of fact, let me say this too. The not only are, not only do the women in the crowd look good, but the artists that you see on stage aren't the type of, it isn't just like a random open mic where you find anybody. I mean, I saw Jacob Lattimore there. I saw Ver Simmons, Vito, right after he was on The Voice. Um, like a ton of artists that are really known mm -hmm. and, and still and, and still coming out of, uh, I don't know, still coming out of the shadows, if you will, but like hard-hitting, super talented, like, damn, that was here? That type of stuff. <laughs> Yeah, um, nah, especially and big shout out to all the beautiful ladies that come out and support the show every month. I, I, I 
I can't even talk to y'all. I saw I'll be hosting, man. Kevin, you see me? I'll be moving. I'll be moving. I'll be wanting to talk to the ladies around. But, I mean, but trust, they, trust but, me, they know who hosts the show. That's the lady, <laughs> ladies always pay attention to who hosts the show. True. Yes, right, definitely. Right. So you're getting all the props from all the ladies. Trust and believe, well, Drew. I got a tip. I got a tip for all you R&B singers out here. And this is, you know, this is probably going to piss off some here people. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this is how I feel about this thing, right? So if you're a dude, all you got to do is sing to the ladies, man. Be sexy. You know what I'm saying? Command that lady crowd. If you're a lady, just get the ladies to sympathize and empathize with you. It's not about the dudes at an R&B show. No, I agree. And I, and I and I will say as a girl, and I'm not into the girl-on-girl girl stuff, Drew. You're not? I'm not into it. I'm not about that life. Wait a minute. You got to explain so, what you're talking about. No, but when girls are singing, because a lot of times you'll be in a, even in a small room where, where female R&B artists are singing to a crowd, and they're trying to you know do the sexy thing with the guys to get you guys all worked up. Right, it don't work. I don't want to be a part of that. Like, just skip over me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to participate. You know, I I want you to go to the guys. Just like if I, you know, the guys should come to the girls. So, well, now you know Atlanta does a lot of things. So if you do go to a girl, just make sure it's a girl that's about that life. Because I don't want the titties in my face. Right. Well, I don't think they would come to be in your face anyway. They have been in my I, face. I think before. that was just, just by default. You were sitting in the chair that they've been rehearsing at, <laughs> and it's like, damn, it's a girl in that chair. I gotta put my titties but in that face. But some girls like the that's both what sides. Kept, that's the best angle from the camera. But some just, girls are cool with it. They start to slap. That's you know, not what I mean. That's not okay. what I mean, lady R&B singers. <laughs> what I'm saying is get the other ladies in the crowd to sympathize and empathize with your story. Like right. Mary J. Like, like Keisha Cole. Definitely. Yeah, like uh, guys are irrelevant at an R&B show. They just are. I'm sorry. That's not true. They, no, it is. Because, because first of all, dudes are not going to be there by themselves. They can be there with their girl. Right. So, if you're, fe- the so if you're a female on stage singing sexy to a dude, you already about to get cut. That's not As true. As the dude, you can't even look. You got to pretend that's, like you're looking because, at something else. No, 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 else. no. Drew's not. Now, Drew, you've been in the business be like, for a long like time. Like Wait a minute. Drew been been in the business for a while. His family's been in the business. You know, a good R&B, old school singer. Like, I'm I'm taking it back to like a Tony Braxton. Like Betty Wright? No. Tonight is the night? Tony Braxton. <laughs> at her show, women will push their husbands on stage to go to go be sung to by Tony. They're not, really, they not a couple. They're one they, of them, I've seen, I, I work they with them. They do. They're not a real couple. They are a couple. Nope. My wife better not put me on stage with Tony Braxton. Well, old Tony, not new Tony, but old Tony. I'm sorry, Drew. We've gone way off. <laughs> <laughs> she better not. She might fuck around and lose me that But night. that happens. I'm telling you, they do it. I'm going to lay down like R. Kelly used to do the, the women. I'm going to lay down on stage <laughs> and spread eagle and let Tony do whatever. Everybody has a past. There's a certain past. Seriously, we were at the, at the concert and she'll come out and it's like, my husband loves you. But that's but Tony. We talking about... do that in the Janet show too. See, that's what I'm... No, okay, yes. so, Drew. Drew, you talking about Janet. This woman over here is talking about Tony Braxton. I'm talking about... Okay, TLC. Sh- I'm talking about Shanika no, no, no. Johnson okay. at the R&B and All right, that's different. Now, I don't want my man talking to Shanika. <laughs> exactly. Back your ass up. <laughs> Brian, that was you laying down on the stage at the, at the Sunshine Anderson show? Spread Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> no, R&B brings out a lot of emotion So you, you definitely get a lot With that type of show Well, Drew, let me ask you this then Who is the I'm, I mean, I know you see them all And you have to pick from so many of them Who is the one? Who's the next person That we haven't heard of yet? Oh, man It's a young lady Her name is Darren Alexis um, A lot of people don't know about it Her followers are very low um, But she, she's amazing to me I think she's really dope Um but I mean, you got Xavier Omar, who's pretty hot. He's coming out of Atlanta. Um, it's a lot of artists, man. I can't really just say one. I like this girl named Ash, who used to um, sing background for uh, Janelle Monet. Um, she has a very unique sound and, and brand that she's pushing. Um, I mean, I think it's a lot of them, man. And I, I feel like somebody need to come down here and, and really start a label up <laughs> start or something, man, to create this new Motown. And um and just really sign a lot of these young these young artists up here. Drew, you at the ground you at ground zero, man. What are you <laughs> yeah. talking about somebody? They grab somebody and be like, hey, you sign, we're we gonna work this out. We're gonna that's <laughs> you how know, it starts. I've been thinking about that, man. I just, you know, somebody need to sign all these artists up, man. I don't got the money to do it. <laughs> <laughs> go find the money, Drew. You got you got the talent, you can go find the money. Trust me, nah, the artists is getting not. to the talent. Yeah, no, nah, definitely. I definitely need to find the money. I mean, that's 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 something that might be happening soon. So Stay tuned for that. But um, I heard Brian said that none of the dudes don't go to the R&B shows by themselves. And I think they should because, like Kevin said, man, it's a lot of single ladies at R&B Untapped. So if y'all listening, homies, come through to the shows, man. A lot of ladies be in there looking for love. So Nah, 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 nah. It's more for me. <laughs> 
Hey, hey, matter of fact, Drew, because I know you, uh, I know you get ready hitting hitting the road soon. South by Southwest and yep. and the um, two year anniversary coming up in, in April. Matter of fact, tell us about that. You want to plug those? Oh yeah, South by is coming up. Uh, we got South by Southwest coming up on the seventeenth uh, of March, um, featuring like about twelve to fourteen artists performing on our South by Southwest stage uh, coming up on the seventeenth of March. Uh, we're gonna be at State Gold, which is like one of Austin's premier uh, bars and performance venues for R&B music, too. Like, they, uh, from what I'm learning, they really have a strong R&B scene in Austin. Um, so, and we have it on the 17th uh, on March. So if you're, in that, if you're in Austin, Texas, doing South Bob, make sure you pull up at State Gold. Um, but we got some amazing acts in the stage. We got October London, who signed the Snoop and uh, Jazzy Faye. Uh, we have uh, a girl named uh, Alicia Lani. She's based out of Austin. She's amazing. Anyway, so yeah, we got the two-year anniversary coming up in April uh, on the 28th. Uh, so be, make sure y'all look out for that. Uh, I can't really uh, tell y'all who we got on there so right now, but we're going to be featuring some of the best uh, performers we have featured in 2016. So it's going to be a very exciting show. Um, but look out for the details with that. Definitely, definitely. Matter of fact, where can we find those details? Can people find you on social media? Yeah, um, they could follow us at R&B Untapped. Um, that's R-N-B, untapped. That's for every social media handle, Twitter, Facebook. I mean, the Facebook page is R-N-B, untapped. Um, Instagram is R-N-B, untapped. Um, make sure you like the Facebook page. We're trying to get our likes up. <laughs> so, uh, and then follow us on Twitter, Twitter at R-N-B, untapped. And then I mean, y'all can follow me on the gram at I am Daz. And that's pretty much it. Cool. Well, Drew, yo, thank you again for coming through, man, the 9010 Rule. This is awesome. And uh, we'll definitely be out at the show. I appreciate y'all. And, Thanks, um, Drew. Definitely appreciate the time. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and uh, I can't wait to see you at the show in April. Yo, so that was a dope interview, man. I'm, I'm glad he came through because, like, Drew was, like, one of the most solid guys Good I guy. know in the industry. And, um, yeah, I, I know it's, like, a ton of... And I, I hate to sound cliche, but I know it's, like, a ton of great things in store for him, man. Like, that's a dope dude. Aww. Oh, wouldn't, wouldn't that sentimental? Heavens have warm and fuzzy feelings for Drew. Uh, we we just we dudes, man. But he black actors, man. We got to stick together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I wasn't trying to go too too. <laughs> this is Atlanta, man. You can't do too romantic. Like that's my dude. It felt you know. a little bit. Right. It felt a little bit warm. Yeah. I'm, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to. I had to take my hand out of my pants real quick. Reciprocate. <laughs> I just want to reciprocate the right. love that's been bestowed upon me, man. Right. Like, right. That's his friend. That's cool, man. That's cool. And and I'm excited about the two-year um, event. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah in, in April. So I, I think that's going to be dope. I know I'll be there. And uh, in fact, I'll probably grab some footage and uh, put that up on social media as well. Sounds good. So, guys, yeah. I think we need to go ahead and do this. I'm I'm inspired about this, uh, this top 50 lyricists. Are we doing lyricists or should we do... I just say rappers. Rappers. Yeah, let's, okay, let's so, not be so strict. Okay. All right. So let's do let's do top fifty rappers. Fifty rappers. We want to put this up online. We want you guys, we want we need you to chime in. Cause I know, please don't leave me alone with only these two <laughs> for, for voting. We need we need to hear you guys' feedback. So we, we need to hear at least give us, you know, chime in, email us or on Facebook. Let's go ahead and put a poll up maybe with like Five or ten people that we, you know, that 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 everybody can agree on and just get some right. get feedback going. You know what I mean? And so the right. next the next show we're going to present this. The next show we can definitely list the top fifty and why. Right. Everybody has to be. We got to. We need receipts. We need receipts on this on these on these numbers. Right. And they need to be ranked. Okay. They got to be ranked. So do we? Do we want to? Matter of fact, maybe on when I put this out there, maybe I'll just say like you list your artists, yeah. and and like rank them in your own order, yeah. yeah. And and then we'll just look at the votes. We need to keep looking at the votes and then keep sending out remind like just you know post some reminders like okay, but have you forgotten about this? Right. Have you forgotten about that? You know, just just records that come up because that's that's I mean we're we're talking about what how many decades back that we can go like forty. Well, not 40 decades. Oh, no, no, not 40 decades, right. It that would be That'd four. be troublesome. <laughs> be a little light on that, on that early end. Right. <laughs> but yeah, no, seriously, like like the last 40 years, like I, I'm excited about this. This is going to be dope. Yeah, I, I already know who my 51 is. 
Who's 51? 51. Cash <laughs> doll in the motherfucking house. <laughs> I just, so I w- no, I want to give a shout out to chocolate ladies though. Like, we don't, they don't get enough credit. I, you know what? I I appreciate that, Brian. That's awesome. Yeah, they don't get enough credit, man. They don't. Everybody thinks they want a light skinned chick, but you don't really want no sedity light. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm Here just we saying. go with the light skinned. No, I'm just joking, but honestly, chocolate women are are what's up, man. Cash Doll has really uh, left an impression. Uh, literally left an impression on the '90s rule. Right. So, on that note, we we definitely are going to give her a shout out. She's and- dope. She's welcome. <laughs> She's welcome. I can't. Yes, I, I can't. I can't. Yes. But you know what? Rubs hands like for Birdman. all the years of 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 <laughs> of. of, of oh, you doing a Birdman call? He's rubbing his hands like yes, Birdman. Yes. <laughs> Ain't nobody getting paid. Bring cash out of my office. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she wants to come. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We've spooked her. I think she's Right. <laughs> Not with all that tough talk she was doing in that damn video. I need me a side chick. Hey. You know what? Y'all, you know, again, <laughs> please, <laughs> please go to our Facebook page and list. Give us your top, I don't care if it's five, ten, even if it's your favorite, just and explain why. Because all this has to go into the list. If you're scared to do it male publicly, and female, male you, and female, of course, scared, yeah. This is no, 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 yeah. definitely. Like this is just this is just rappers. It we're right. not gender male does not female, matter, time, top and 50 color list. does not matter either because people get upset right. because certain people are involved. You know, right. Eminem is a rapper. I'm Eminem, not, Eminem, Eminem and Pun are two of my favorite rappers that yeah. are not black and they Absolutely. rap rap. And what's the guy yeah. from uh, the Arab guy? I can't remember his name now, but you know, can't remember his name. But he's Arab and he's a rapper. DJ Khaled is Arab. Who? Not uh, him. John Forte? Who is he's you? He's not a rapper. John Forte but... is black. Oh, damn. But it's Yeah, cool. guys. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. If you're scared, I was saying, if you're scared, you can email it to us. Why would you be scared, though? Go in and, you know what I'm saying? Go this in and brag gonna be about fun. who you like. Yeah. yeah. Be, like, and I think there's a lot of people out there that people don't think about. Yeah. There's a lot of people that get, you know, overlooked. Overlooked. Yeah. That's good. I'm good with that. Yeah. All right. All right. So we'll see what that's about. Yeah, definitely. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start. I'm I feel like you, it's gonna be a Fab huge is, argument. We're gonna I'm be talking you, shit for a minute. I'm telling you, if Fab is not in there at a high ranking, we're gonna have some problems. I'm just gonna let y'all know right now. I know that people have prejudices against Fab. Nah, Fab. I think everybody likes Fab. They just. They just got him in a. Uh, he never is included in these in these lists because he's invisible. Well, he's not anymore. Yeah. He's not anymore. Well, listeners, we appreciate you guys tuning in to another episode of the 9010 Rule. We'll see you next time. Visit us at the9010rule.com. That's 9010rule.com.